Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal and Andy Bernard. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. The first hour of schmoozing, the second hour, I'm the special guest on car selling. That's seekers. right. We'll be asking you for car buying tips. Uh, spend a lot of money. <laughs> There's my car. That's why you're the, gonna be the guest. <laughs> That's why you're the gonna one, be the, the guest. The new Walzer message. We'll Give us right. all your dough. We'll come right back, ladies and gentlemen, right after this. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. The very needy Doug Sprinthal. Um, in addition to my normal insecurities, we also are in desperate need of uh, nice used cars. If you have an extra car, and I know that sounds weird, but a lot of people do. Kids go off to college. Uh, some you know People retire. They don't need two or three cars anymore. You have an elderly parent that can't drive. We want to make you a really good offer on that stuff. We're paying Kelly Blue Book excellent for a lot of vehicles. Uh, if you have a car that's coming up on lease, and we'll talk about this in Car Selling Secrets later, but this is a rare opportunity because you may, and I say may, have equity. You, usually you don't at the end of the lease, but it's certainly worth finding out. If any of this sounds interesting, email me at Doug at Walzer.com, and I'll connect you with the appropriate people. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Boy, they spent some money on this orchestra. <laughs> what the hell? There it is. It's the cars. I'll do the other part. Yeah, right. That it's, you can't hear. one channel. Yeah, it is. One channel of the cars. I always like the car. I can't believe he's dead. I know it. That's weird. Joey Cars? Yes, Rick Joey o Cars. Rick Ocasek? Ocasek, yep. yep. Except for when he talked to the chucker. With us today, Rick Ocasiastic. <laughs> He's like, it's uh, actually Ocasek. Well, Mr. Ocasiastic. <laughs> Lastman's really the only nice. guy that could have done that. I would have been just so mortified just he was phenomenal. with those people. Yeah, really. He was great at that. He really was. Or is. I don't know if he still does it or not. But um, We got Tim. Timmy. Oh, I should mention, and my God, the fact that I just saw this on my phone. I just got a message from... Facebook on my phone. It's Katie Harms' birthday today, and I didn't see it until the podcast, so I didn't mention it on the morning show, so she's going to kill me, because I didn't know. But I found out just now, so happy birthday, Katie. Happy so that's cool. birthday, Katie. Timmy Mammy Rammer Lammers, what's up? Yeah, well, first of all, i got to tell you, uh, even more tragic is oh. the bass player, uh, um, Gosh, his name is eluding me right now. Uh, he died uh, in, in the lead singer of the Cars, apart from Rick Ocasiastic. <laughs> are you sure? Uh, are you sure? You're not, 
whose oh, real okay. name was Benjamin Orzakowski, mm-hmm. Benny Eleven Letters. He died when he was only 53 of pancreatic cancer. Oh, God. Yeah. Painful like way to go. 2002 he died, and Not I was a, crushed by that. Yep. Not a good diagnosis. But apart from that, I, I am just, you know, I'm just marveling at this monstrous can of worms this uh, Jenny Slate has opened by uh, backing out of uh, that voice role of hers on that show. What a joke. <laughs> well, you know what? I started to think, you know, some of these people, like Kirsten Bell's deal was ridiculous. I mean, her whole deal. Right. But somebody like Jenny Slate, I, she works uh, fairly often, I think. But honestly, I think she felt like the Twitter mob was going to come after her. So I think she just got ahead of the curve. Well, like I, I said... Think that you want to live you know on your saying? knees. So in a way, I'm kind of sticking up for her because I'm just thinking she was, she was. If she would have just kept it, she was would have been threatened being canceled by the Twitter mob. Oh God, whatever. Who yeah, cares? Yeah, I know. But then all of a sudden, you see you see deals on um, Twitter where other names are starting to tr- trend, like Bart Simpson, where people bring up the fact that uh, what's her Cartwright? Uh, what's her name? Nancy. Her Nancy Cartwright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nancy, yeah, she, she, you know, it's like, okay, well, then Bart Simpson is, you know, he's a boy, but, you know, she's a 50-year-old female <laughs> that's voicing him. And then people are saying, well, Darth Vader is supposed to be a white character, uh, but... Well, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's right. like, all of a sudden, they're throwing out tons of examples. They're saying, well, Phil Lamar, uh, he voices Samurai Jack, so, you know... Yeah, can't have that. <laughs> Can't have it's it. a can of worms. A can of worms, I think. I will tell you, Timmy, and this is a true story. When I first got in voiceover, which was 1976 or 7, it was 1977. Yeah. Um, they, there were people who hired me, and they'd be very, you know, kind of dazzling commercials and all that stuff. And they kept hiring me and hiring me. And then, I, hey, I was referred, uh, you were referred to us by another guy. You know what I found out why they were hiring me at first? Because they thought I sounded black. They didn't, I didn't know this, but they didn't want to hire a black guy, so they hired me. Mm. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I had no idea that was the case. Oh, man. And then later on, I just went with the very touchy-feely delivery. What do you think of that, Doug? Well... Well, I don't. I, I, you do have a obviously a great voice. I have an urban voice too. Yeah, yeah but it's kind of crackly. Never would have. No, of course not. You would not black. have. Anybody no. outside of Minnesota wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. That was a Minnesota deal all the way. Well, didn't I? I I'm trying to recall a story of yours where you were a radio guy at, mm-hmm. where they called in and mm-hmm. yelled at you. Happened twice, as a matter of fact. The very first call I took on the radio, KDAN in St. Paul, Minnesota, 500-watt daytime country station. Now, do you have to understand something? That was my first job, and I was a teenager still. I was 18 years old, and so I kind of talk like this. I mean, just this is how I always talk. When I saw people, like, hey, how you doing? How's everything going, right? That's how I talked, right? Something like KDAN, here's a Porter Wagner and Dolly Parton. Phone rings. I'm going, man, they love me. The phone's blown right. up. They Already, you got my first call. I answer, I go, KDAN. Guy goes, get that effing N off the air. 
Like, oh. He thought you were a nun? Yeah, he thought I was a nun. That's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been down all those roads. Wow. There's no doubt about that. But, uh, you know. By the way, so what we were talking about earlier is Kristen Bell and that other woman. I can't remember her name. Slate. Jen, was it Jenny, Jenny Slate? Slate? Yeah. Here, the Jenny Slate one annoys me the most because they both walked away from cartoon characters they were voicing because the cartoon characters are half black. At least Jenny Slate's one is half black. Jenny's, oh, it's Big Mouth. Well, Big Mouth can right. burn as far as I'm concerned. So here's the deal. She is a Jewish woman, and the character is half Jewish woman and half black. But she stepped away saying a black person should play a black person. Mm. Well, should a black person play a Jewish woman? I mean, what, what's the difference here? You're Jewish. You could do that. You're the half of you is you're going to have to go out and get a get Sammy Davis to do the voiceover. Right, it's the only black Jew I ever knew. But maybe there are. There's got to be another one. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, oh, Lenny there Kravitz. There you go. Have him voice it. That'd be good. Whoopi Goldberg. We, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg. We I don't gotta, know that she is Jewish. I don't she think she, is. I mean, she, she made just it up. Took up the name. Well, her real name is like Carol Johnson. <laughs> it is. You ever seen her? What's what, Whoopi Goldberg's real name, Andy? I think it's Carol Johnson. Let's see. I'm not sure, but I think that's it what is. I know. It is something like that. It's a it, very, very benign name. Karen Elaine Johnson. Karen oh, Johnson. There so you go. She's, oh, Whoopi's a Karen. Yeah. I just, well, oh, that's just, right. She's a Karen. <laughs> Although it's spelled C-A-R-Y-N. I feel bad. I have a cousin named Karen. Sweetest person in the world. Well, my, you know, I do come as well. Come on, man. Leave the Karens alone. Mm. If they ever call my wife Karen, they can call me not Karen because I right. wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> then who gives a rat's ass? But seriously, I don't understand. You're going to step away because the character's half black. Well, the character's also half Jewish. Why can't you do that? Yeah. See, that to me is racism. You're not protecting black people by kissing ass. I mean, what are you doing? We have a caller. Who is it? Hello? It's me. (laughs) me? Hey, everybody. This is Jeremy calling from Ortonville. Jeremy, what are you doing in Ortonville? Uh, well, I'm just hanging out today. I got the day off, so I thought I'd call in, make sure you guys are okay there in the cities. Yeah, well, you keeping an eye on us on the television? Is that the plan? Oh, yeah. Well, I listen to you every morning on the morning show and usually in the afternoons, too. But, um, yeah, I I just wanted to uh, make sure you guys are doing good and tell you we're safe out here in western Minnesota. So. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. The mean streets of St. Louis Park seem pretty tame today. The mean streets. <laughs> so, Jeremy, do you, uh, do you, um, um, you send text messages once in a while to the morning show, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I thought yep, so. Yeah, because that's where I reckon, recognize yeah. the name. Yeah, because I uh, yeah. I love those text messages. We we today I made a huge mistake because today is National <laughs> Beatles Day in America. It's National uh-huh. Beatles Day, so I asked people to, to mention their favorite Beatles song, and whatever got the most votes, we'd play it. Well, we never played a song because many more people said, do not even try to name a favorite Beatles song. Yeah, so I'm that's like, tough. Okay, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Although I hope the new program director realizes they wrote more than five. Well, he does. Okay, good. He does indeed. His name is James Kurdziel. Uh, he's well, a good hey, guy. I wanted, like to, I wanted to tell Doug, too, I just bought a new car, but I did not buy it from Walzer. Oh, you communist. Um, next time, I promise. Okay. I promise next time I'll buy it from Walzer. What did you get? I got a 2008 Buick LaCrosse. Oh, really? 
Did you get it in Nortonville? Yeah, pretty snazzy vehicle. I, no, I got it in Alexandria. Oh, in and Alexandria. actually, it, I, uh, there was two previous owners. They must have been little old ladies that drove to church into the grocery store because it's got 104,000 miles, and it is pristine. Yeah, I those, mean, those cars perfect are perfect condition. It's, it's got the 3800 in it, right? Yep. Yeah, yep. those things are about as bulletproof a car as you can buy. It's wonderful. Jeremy, if I yeah. were you, I'd flip it. I'd make some money off of Mr. Sprintall there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> I love that idea. It's a great idea. You know, I actually I actually already had the opportunity to make a thousand more dollars on it from somebody but I said, No, this car's gonna last me like twenty years, so I I don't think I'm gonna Yeah, uh, congratulations. Yeah. Well, Jeremy, let me you. ask you a question. How old? Yeah. How old are you? Twenty nine. I, I was going to say about twenty five. That was going to be my guess. Uh, okay. Because yeah. you have youthful enthusiasm. Yeah. So, so I can ask you this question <laughs> that I asked this morning on the morning show because I don't understand this. Uh-huh. In this building in which we're sitting here uh, in St. Louis Park, uh, everybody I yeah. run into in the hall because I go walk the halls during the commercial breaks to get a little exercise, right? And I run into people, the listeners, all the time. The people that work there, you know, they're real estate agents and they're uh, insurance salespeople, they're lawyers, there's, uh, you know, a psychologist, all these people. But there are two guys, probably about 25 years old, 25, 26, something like that. Every mm-hmm. time I see them, they're looking at their phones, they have their earbuds in, they will glance up at me and quickly turn their head away because they do not want to make contact with anyone what in the hell is that there are two of them too it's because you're a dick i'll tell you what happened to me uh, they just, don't know me just no walking right in here so i heard oh, you talking here about here we so go so i'm coming up to the and this is a five-story what office building five or six stories yeah five stories so i'm coming yeah. into the main entryway and coming through the double airlock doors is exactly the person you described probably 25 got the man bun uh what a blue shirt uh no he had an orange shirt on <laughs> And he had sandals and socks, and he's got earbuds in, and he's staring at his phone. Mm -hmm. And he opens the outside door, he looks up, and he smiles, and he takes one of his earbuds out, and he goes, here, let me hold that for you. Like, They'll do it for me. Well, that's because you're a dick. They don't know who I am. (laughs) They have no idea who the hell I am. What do you think, Andy? No comment. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, here we go. My own son and one of my best friends just Turn stabbed me right you. in the back. Ouch, Just ouch. on the heel of Father's Day, too. That's yeah, right. Father's Day Let's, coming up. Let's piss all over Tom. Yeah, what do you say? 360 days till the next one. Unbelievable. This is, you know. Just 360 days. So, Jeremy, if you ever meet me, please don't well, look away because I'll never hear the end of it from Sprenthal. <laughs> Well, I have to tell you, Tom, I am exactly like you. You know, when it comes to um, pulling the door open and holding it for somebody, mm-hmm. uh, I never keep my phone in front of my face, and that bugs the hell out of me with, yeah. when my sisters do it because I always tell them, I mean, they're my, my one sister is 21, and she's constantly doing it, and I always tell people that, yeah, I can't stand that. I don't even know what my sisters look like anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a question for you guys. That's crazy. Hmm. What's the creep distance in feet? 
So what I'm talking about is if, and I hold a lot of doors for people, I just the way it was raised right. that way. But there seems to be a distance that if they're farther than so many feet away, it's kind of creepy if you hold the door for them. Yeah. Yeah, I understand what so you're what saying. So is that, like 15, 20 maybe? I'm not, not yeah. even, I don't know. You know think. what? I've gone a long way. Here's the thing, though. It's not as creepy. You know, so like when my son was doing band or my youngest daughter when she was doing band concerts, you know, you see families coming, and, and they know you're with your family, and I you know, wait a good 20, 25 feet. I'm just being nice, you know? Yep. You know, that's we, kind of the way I look at it. But I didn't even, really, if I were alone, yeah, I can see where you could say, well, that guy, what the hell is he trying to he's do? He's a creep. Yeah. We'll take a break. Be right yeah, back in a couple minutes. Woman. We'll be right back. Hold on, everyone. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to be with you. One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that important? Well, two things. First, as a locally owned and operated bank, we move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state or making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday. Well, that sounds like a great way to do business. All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Doug Sprinthal. Andy's here, Tim Lammers on the horn, Jeremy and Ortonville on the horn. So what else? Who else can we complain about at length? Well, there's no Hollywood. women here, so we could complain about them. We could complain about women. You know, that's another thing. I did tell Erica Rhodes this morning, she's a very, very funny uh, comedian, really, really pretty woman. And I, I said, heard that. Yeah, and I said... 40 years ago, they would not have laughed at you. They would not do it. Joan Rivers was the, well, so it's probably 50 years ago now. But um, they would not laugh at Phyllis Diller, so she made herself look ugly. And then they started laughing their ass off. But, you know, I don't you think you have to put Lucille Ball in that club, though? I mean, she's a really attractive woman. But she was better looking than she looked on television. She actually yeah, kind of, right. they kind of Yeah, they did dump dumb her, her down, down a little bit, they but did, it's kind yeah. of, it was harder to do with her. It was. She's a very, very pretty yeah. woman. Yep. She could drink. Ugly her. statue, though. Wasn't the one she was the one with the ugly statue? Oh, that, yeah. Had the big teeth hanging out and everything. Yeah. Now, that's a statue they should have torn down. They should have torn that one down a long time ago. Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. right. I just love the fact that they're tearing these statues. What was the latest one they tore down? It's like 
Potsy from Happy Days or something. <laughs> what the hell? There's a Fonzie statue in, in Milwaukee. Yes, I think. there you go. They'll probably tear that down. They spray, Damn, they spray painted uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan statue yeah. down in Texas. Right in. Stevie Ray Vaughan, for Christ's sake. Are sing. you kidding? It's still standing, Stevie but they, Ray just, Vaughan. they tagged him. I think that's what the kids call it. Oh, they mm. tagged him, man. Yeah, man. Hey, babe. They tagged him, babe. <laughs> Yeah. Let's destruct government property, man. I just I can't not believe that they're doing all this stuff. It's just the whole thing. Are what you? If they crack? realize that they're turning so many people against them, or are they, they too are? stupid to know better? I hope they are. Mm. I hope they're turning people against them because well, these people are insane. You know, the the feds and the local uh, John Darms are starting to arrest all these arsonists and stuff. And, yeah. Well, big surprise. Most of them are white people from oh, the yeah. suburbs. Oh, absolutely. They, oh, they got nothing to lose. It's yeah. not their city. They don't care. That is the whole problem here. The people that are doing all the damage, it doesn't affect them in the least because they go back home. Yeah. Disgusting pigs that you are. They learned that from the news you know, media. In, in Ortonville here, we have a statue of Paul Bunyan's anchor. Uh-oh. Are they going to tip over That's that statue? Work, right? they, you guys ever been to North Dakota? Sure. Jamestown, North Dakota, there's a buffalo about the size of a building with painted balls on it. I wonder if they'll push that over. <laughs> you think they'll knock it? Seriously, every year you go up there and somebody spray painted the, the, the buffalo's balls blue. Sounds like a high school graduation oh, oh, yeah. tradition. Yes, I think that's right. But I wonder if the good luck trying to tip that over, by the way, it's going to be a little heavy. I'm just telling you. I don't, I don't understand. They're, they're spray painting Stevie Ray Vaughan, for Christ's sake. Oh, what on. are you thinking? They haven't gotten Sid yet, have they? That's good. They didn't, they didn't go after Sidney. Herbeck, they should spray paint Herbeck. That'd be good. Well, you know, the other part of the argument that it is kind of funny is that we're destroying our history. I'm trying to think of the last time, thing I learned something from a statue. Well, yes, it's ridiculous. Now, there are some that I think are iconic icons of our culture. Uh, the Lincoln Memorial would probably be the biggest one. Yes. I mean, that's... You're not going to mess with that yeah. because the troops will make sure. Yeah, look, messing with Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Invited, invited Booker T. Washington to the White House to have lunch, the first black man to ever eat at the White House. He defended black people forever. It was a great guy, but just because he was president, he's got to go. He's probably one of my top three or four favorite presidents. Oh, yeah. I, no. You know, I always knew about him starting the National Park Service and so on and so yep. forth, but yep. I read a, a biography of his by... Doris uh, Keating Goodwin. It was mm-hmm. phenomenal. He did Just everything. Interesting story. He did everything with his life. It well, was amazing. What happened, he was a rising star in the New York political scene, and on the same day, his wife and his mother died. And oh, he cracked. God. That's why he went out west. Yeah. I, yeah. I think he first stopped with South Dakota. He was out there for like a year South or two, just yeah, trying to get his shit yep. together. Indeed, it's true. Yeah, I don't know how, how you would handle that. Your mother and your wife dying on the same day? Yeah. Jesus. Well, you oh, go man. on to become one of the most progressive presidents of the 20th century. Oh, no. Got to pull him down. He's not progressive at all. He's a commie or something. Well, I, I don't, I'm think, <laughs> I, from what I understand, the, the, the issue wasn't Teddy himself. It's that he's riding on horse and then the minorities are walking along so beside what? him. Well, I get it. I mean, that doesn't really trigger God, me. No, of course not. But I not. think that's what, what the really, what the 
point of contention was. It seems to me it shows that blacks, whites, and Native Americans can be friends, doesn't yeah. it? and they weren't shooting at each other, no. which was good. No, they're walking along supporting one yeah. another. They're supporting the white guy, yeah, because he's on a horse, but they're not really supporting the horse, just walking alongside of it. I don't understand why that's a problem. I don't get it at all. Not at all. Yeah, I don't. But that's just me. So when are you guys out in Ortonville going to stop causing trouble, Jeremy? That's what I want to know. <laughs> We're trying to stay quiet. I don't blame you. Everything actually mean. just everything just opened back up here. What was it on the tenth when everything kind of ramped back up again? Oh, out in Nortonville. And so it's like for the yeah for the first time I think it was last week I finally got to go back to the bar and see all my friends there and have a couple schwills like you say and nothing wrong with that man. Um, no, absolutely. I got to tell you, Tom and Andy, um, Alex, your your daughter, Tom, she's got a friend named Natalie. Natalie, yep, mm-hmm. Natalie Green, yep. Yeah, yep, uh, uh, Natalie's husband, Luke, I used Luke. to work with him. Oh, you did? You worked with Luke? Yeah. Yeah, he. I actually worked for his dad at uh, the company here in Ortonville that I work for currently. That's fantastic. Yeah, Luke's a nice guy. So, God, we've known we've yeah, known Natalie sure since yeah, first yeah. grade. Wow. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Been, been a friend so of we, we yeah. got a connection. <laughs> That's a wonderful thing. See, I, see that makes me happy yeah. that you were connected at the hip or wherever it was. You know what I mean? <laughs> Something like that. All right, young man, we'll get back to work. Luke's dad's calling. He's Alrighty. on the phone going, tell Jeremy to get off his ass and get back to work. And come see me when that... Uh, <laughs> When that Buick hits 300,000 miles, it'll be all worn out by then. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, be, yeah, I'll be 82. From now. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. He'll, he'll be 82, but other than that, everything will be good. Thanks for calling, Jeremy. It's great talking Sounds to you, good, sir. good, guys. Take her easy. You too. Bye. Yep. Bye. I think it's so cool that you can actually tell someone's age by the way they talk. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. cool? I kind of like that. Like Tim, you can tell that he's 102. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, that's right. At some point, you get that shake in your voice. By the way, I talk. If you saw me in person, and that that uh, white hair. Well, I'm bald, as you know, and white, stark white hair. I blame my children for that. But actually, I like the white hair look. And Tommy, how long have you been white hair? Twenty four years old. Oh, really? My hair turned white when I was twenty four. My mom was about 40, I think. Yeah, most people. That's you go prematurely right. white, I'm prematurely bald. We've got a lot of good hair genes in our family. Yeah, exactly. Sage is screwed. Uh, no, I guess it's been 10 years since I've gone. I, mean, I was about 45. You were 45? Yeah, I guess. I was bald, starting to bald. It was noticeable at 40, so... There are people whose hair, their hair never turns white. Very rare, but My, it, does uh, happen. it does happen. My stepdad yeah. is 80, he'll be 89 this year, mm-hmm. brown hair. It's got a little bit on the sideburns yeah. where it's gray. Yep, yep. Mm. but that's it. It's yep. amazing that that happens. I'm learning something new every day because I've been complaining that my nails have been growing way too quickly this summer. I find out on this podcast yesterday it's because I'm eating too much vitamin E. Uh, that's good for you, though. Well, yeah, except for when it comes to, like, you know, toasted cheddar chips, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Most of your vitamin E comes from oils. From oil, yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's a limit to how much oil you can eat with the, we're still calling it healthy, no matter how many vitamins you get. Very true. Very true. 
There's no doubt about it. I got it. a nice letter uh, from a listener this morning. He was responding. He's got a, an old Ford Fusion that he wants to sell us, but that isn't why I want to read it. The last line is, and tell Tom that when I was deployed, streaming of shows was the sound of home. Oh, that's wonderful. See, that's so nice that people send me those messages. Yeah. Well, I sent it to you in this uh, case, but you passed it along. I appreciate that. But, that, yeah, that is a huge thing yeah. for me because I'd be that kind of guy. If I'm over, you know, serving, I don't mean over-served, but over-serving across the ocean, I would do the same thing. I'd tune into the local radio station whenever I could. You know, it's digital now, so you can get every station in the yep. world. I would definitely do that. We'll take a break. Be right back. Another segment with Timmy Lammers. going to hear Timmy, what he's got new coming up right after this. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Yeah, well, there is that. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Timmy Lammers with us. Timmy was talking about a couple of movies. I yeah. uh, The last couple of movies that I saw, Tim, were horrible. I saw Capone, which was one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> uh, did we talk about this, Doug? Yeah. He I, sounds like Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. I'm going to shoot everybody, so get out of the building. Have you watched uh, The Five Bloods? I watched that Duh, last night. Five Bloods? Yeah, it's Spike no. Lee, Vietnam. I can't watch Spike Lee. Sorry, I've interviewed him three well, times. On Biggest top of that, Tommy, it's ever. two hours and 35 minutes. No, it is, it is Not long. doing that either. Nope. It was, I thought it was uneven, but I thought it was pretty good. It was. It's about these four black Vietnam veterans that go back to try to find the body of the guy that was their squad leader, and then the, oh, there's yeah. a subplot where they buried all this gold. So it's it, it's too long, but I thought the acting was pretty good. And Who's the in it? Delroy Lindo. Well, I like Delroy Lindo. Yeah, he's just a, I do like him a he's lot. He's a just conflicted PTSD. He's oh, a Trump he? supporter. He wears a MAGA hat. God, maybe Vietnam. I should watch this movie. I like him a lot. Delroy Lindo is really good. So it's, uh, I, you know, it, not the best thing I ever saw, but I thought there, there were parts of it that were pretty good. And I, and I actually like Spike Lee, most of his movies. Well, this morning I tried uh, to make my best case for Irresistible for Tommy, which is a new video on demand, premium video on demand. Premium. Fancy schmancy, 20 bucks a pop. It, John Stewart wrote and directed it. Right. And, uh, you know, I was telling Tom, I, I really admire the guy after what he did with the uh, 9-11 first responders. I agree. We were just Going talking about him. Going in front of Congress yep. and handing them their ass. And Which everybody sort of does do. the same here with campaign finance reform, that whole issue. And 
the uh, disgusting use of money and where it comes from uh, for campaigns, and he nails both sides of the aisle. Good, he one. should. So you know, it's it's a political satire. You know, it's got a great cast: Steve Carell, uh, Chris Cooper is fantastic in the movie, um, and it, and it's it's really original. I mean, it feels like oh, okay, I know where this is going to go. This is going to go this way, and. It, it, it takes place in a small town in Wisconsin where this mayor is running, uh, or there's this uh, former Marine colonel turned farmer who appears to have democratic values. It's like Steve Carell says, wow, I could, he could be my special project. If I can rally around this uh, democratic campaign, maybe uh, it'll win the hearts and minds of folks in Wisconsin, and that'll turn you know, this into a democratic state by the time the next presidential election comes along. Tim, this sounds like something I'd like. What is it called again? I, I it's missed the called title. Irresistible. Okay. And, uh, yeah, uh, I, you know, I, I, I seem to overhype movies for you, Doug. No, that's all right. <laughs> so I hope that that's not the case here, but if you do watch it, watch it all the way through the end credits because uh, there's some interesting stuff in the end credits, uh, having to do with the plot of this movie. And I, it's one of these things I really don't want to give away. Okay. No, but, I just um, I just texted yeah, myself, yeah, I so mean, I'll remember. Basically, it's like he's sticking up for the folks that Hollywood and Washington, you know, they treat us like, well, we're flyover land, we're a bunch of hayseeds. Uh, no, John Stewart pays a, a much bigger respect to folks like that. He's sticking up for the little guy, but not in a condescending sort of way. Good. He really, his heart is in the right place with this movie. I like it. Sounds good to me. Yeah, and I agree with you. What he did, um, well, how, God, that was, what, a couple of years ago now, wasn't yeah, it? I think it was. Uh, about a year ago. I about think. a year ago? It wasn't okay. that long. Yeah, and then, and then the one guy, uh, he was close to dying from cancer, testified right yeah yeah it it was you know and it's in fact i just watched the video again this morning and i teared up you know before i did my review uh right it's really powerful stuff you know you can tell when some folks are being genuine and and not i mean john stewart is definitely genuine i mean it's not just a one uh, testifying before cam uh congress i mean one camera turn and i mean he he's really worked hard behind the scenes for these guys so i appreciate that Yep, I, I agree completely. It's very, very nice. Somebody who actually went out there and earned a lot of money, became famous, and is using it for the right thing. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. I nope. mean, you know, a lot of these folks, they kind of think they can influence you because oh, they I have know. a name. Yep. But he truly did use his name for good. He did indeed. There's no question about that. And I hope he still does. And I think I think um, uh, this movie, Irresistible, is another way of getting a project like this done. Because... Certainly, get a political movie done in Hollywood. I mean, they just don't make a lot of money. No, they don't, do they? The political movies do not make a lot of money. And I've seen good ones, too. I mean, I was telling Tom, I mean, there's this one in 2008 called Swing Boat starring Kevin Costner. And Kevin Costner stuck $30 million of his own money into making this thing. I think you might have actually, Tom, he came into town for that one. He did, yeah. yep. To promote it, and and you probably interviewed him then. I interviewed him um, along with the young star of the film. Uh, yeah, so his heart was in the right place. I, I love that. I love that, you know, they, yep. they get movies. And that was also a political satire that, you know, pointed fingers at everybody like they should be. I understand. There's no question about it. I, I just, um, I don't know. I like to go see good movies. And then you mentioned another one with uh, What's-His-Face that uh, 
I don't think I'll be seeing yeah, that. Survive one. the night with Bruce Willis. Survive the night that one. It's yeah. like you know, it's like a plug and play deal with him. You can just take him and just plug him in any plot, and he'll be Bruce Willis for you. Yeah, we <laughs> just uh, this one's just ridiculous and it's garbage. And, Melissa and I just watched the first four Diehards for the first time in my life. Wow! Yippee ki yay! Yeah, I had never seen any of them. Melissa had seen them all, but uh, yeah. Finally, like, what, 30-something years later, we got the Die Hard going. Die Hard. You watched all four of them? Well, there's five, but we haven't watched the fifth one yet. Oh, there are five? Yeah, Which I, is I actually pretty decent. I mean, I is think it? Bruce Willis definitely works in, in certain movies, but again, sometimes he's, he's sleepwalking through this stuff. Yeah. He's still convincing enough, but, you know, it's like, you know, he's Bruce Willis playing Bruce Willis. You know, like yeah. John Wayne playing John Wayne. He is, you know? He's always Bruce And Wayne's. I love the Duke, don't get me wrong. But, yeah. You know. No, I understand that completely. I just, uh, I, I, are they ever going to make good movies again? you think it'll ever happen? Well, right now, and I was telling, uh, I don't know if you heard it this morning, Tom is talking, I mean, to uh, Doug, telling Tom that they're rebooting Twister. With Bill Paxton. They are? You believe that? Wow, that's Melissa's favorite movie. Is it really? Yeah. Why? Another cow. Maybe they'll go uh, south of the equator and the twisters will go the different direction. (laughs) They're even more dangerous counterclockwise. Well, I bring this up to Tim every time it's mentioned. So you tied your belt to a one-inch pipe and that saved you from a tornado? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, and you know I feel bad. I, 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 it's been forever since I've seen it, but I, I love Bill Paxton and uh, and Helen Hunt's pretty decent too. I mean, it, it was entertaining for its time, but I think it was 1995 that movie. Six, six, but, yeah. So yeah. 25 years old almost. Huh. Yeah. So it, it, there's, I guess they feel the shelf life has expired. Let's, yeah. let's take it down and. Reboot it. I'll take it down. Do, 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 do. Well, I do, mean, do. how many times have they rebooted movies from 50, 60 years ago? So, oh, my God. Yeah. It's just completely, completely out of ideas. You would think during this COVID thing that they'd have a little more time to sit down and think things through. That's the thing is there's just not, there's nothing new to do. You know, all the plots have been done. There's nothing new, like, in cinematography, they basically haven't changed anything in probably 10, 15 years. The, yeah. the most recent, like, cinema, cinematographical uh, breakthrough was probably filming in 3D, and how old is that? Yeah, it's a long time ago no. now. 70 years. <laughs> well, Other good that, 3D, I yeah. should say. But yeah. I would say, camera work-wise, definitely 1917, you know, that whole idea. Yeah, break, yeah. You know, but... You know, actually, they did that before with um, Birdman. And I don't know if you saw that one or not, with Michael Keaton. Yeah, I did see that, yeah. yes. Not a fan, apparently, I heard. No, I hated it. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> so, the movie but you sucked did, now. But you did I mean, love 1917. I did love 1917. But it pisses me off that very few people think my joke is funny. That pisses me off. I yeah. thought it was hysterical. Yeah, 1917, though, that sounds like the final score of an all-white basketball game. I mean, come on! That's a good joke. It's a good joke, for Christ's sake. Um, I, can, I can hear Chris Rock sell, saying that. Yeah, joke. see, there you go. That, okay, that'd so, be funny. Timmy, we're going to close with you, and maybe you already know this, but this is for, for Andy and Doug and Timmy. The Dixie Chicks changed their name. Oh, no. Mm. 
Um, no, I didn't know. Now, this. Did I they dump the Dixie or the chicks or both? What's the name of the band now? Yes. Oh. What, what's the name of the Dixie chicks now? The chicks. You got it. Oh no! Their name is the chicks. That was that was that was just a guess. I didn't. The I wasn't chicks. And by the way, this is hard to believe. Uh, you're but reading bad. That's a Babylon B headline. No, 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 no. It's in the Star Tribune, as a matter of fact. And the other thing is, <laughs> uh, isn't that amazing? The chicks. Really? First of all, what about Dixie Cups? Are you going to burn all of those? Right. We're going to get rid of those? What about Pixie and Dixie? Because Dixie was a little... Well, Pixie and Dixie, what were they? Little birds or something? Yeah, I think or so. Or mice? They were something. I uh, And then the, the story right next to that one. We Man, I'll tell you what. We're all going to burn in hell. There's no question about it. Because they have now pointed out that a dozen or more men in the Twin Cities hip-hop scene are accused of sexual misconduct, including rape, in a social media firestorm that started on Monday. Two guys have been dropped, Dem Atlas and, what is his name, Prof. They've both been dropped by the labels. Who would have ever thought that hip-hop artists and rappers would be misbehave? Yeah, weird, huh? So all they ever yeah. talk about is raping women, isn't it? Well, not all of them, but that is a big no, part not all of that of them. No, that's true. culture. It's disgusting. If I could get back to the Dixie Chicks thing for a second, yeah, okay. maybe I it's actually business-wise not that bad of a move because if they got their loyal fans, then they're going to buy all their new Chicks gear. The Chicks gear, baby. Lady A gear. Yeah, there you go. I like, like it. A, you know, that, the whole argument of renaming the Washington Redskins. You rebrand everything. The, the fans are going to buy all the new stuff. What would you call them, the D.C. Redskins? That was <laughs> yeah. a joke. Thank you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Thank you very much. Well, you can just go with, oh, no, Kansas City, you already are the Chiefs, the Chiefs so yeah. you can't go that route. So now they're going to get rid of Chiefs. Uh, chief is a, what is it, Andy, a French word? Well, I mean, I think the Kansas City Chiefs is referring to Indian Chiefs. It would be kind but of who weird. cares? It's an honor, isn't it? They meant to Braves, Chiefs. They meant to honor them. Well, so it's some, like uh, Aunt Jemima's. Her uh, family said, "Don't change it because it's our family and we're proud of it." But Are they still going to change it? Yes. Oh, but her family said, "Please don't do that," and they do it anyway. The Lando Lakes butter. Uh, the Indian girl on there was mm-hmm. drawn by an Ojibwe to uh, get people like knowing about his tribe. They're going to. They got rid of that. Doesn't Does your matter. generation know about her knees? Yes. Oh, you do. Where you okay. flip up the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought because <laughs> I didn't even know Some about that. Some things have never changed. <laughs> but I didn't even know about that until I was like 50. <laughs> Nobody is ever Kansas showed it. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm done. Is the Kansas City Chiefs thing a real thing, or are you just joking? Kansas City Chiefs are a football team. Yeah, no, no. I mean, but about changing their name. No, no. They will eventually. Well, it's coming up. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah, here it goes. Oh, because I was thinking, you know, there, there's no question there's Native American connotations there, though, with the Arrowhead. Yes, on, yeah. on Arrowhead Stadium is Arrowhead Arrowhead Stadium. And but it's to honor Native Americans. You can't honor Native Americans now? No, you can't. You well, can't have a minority on oh or God, in anything, oh or else it's racist, which is a little uh, interesting. And that's only white people that think that. I mean, this is a white a lot, people thing, yeah. you know. Yeah, for the most part, I think you're right. It's ridiculous. All right, Timmy. Jesus, we went way over today. You could, yeah, yammered on, Oops. Timmy. Way to uh, go. Lammer is yammering. Lammer, yammer. We'll right. talk to you later, Timmy. Have a good right, fourth, Tim. Talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. We shall be back with our two car selling secrets is up next.